Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Once a week I have lunch at Commander's Palace and invite guests from the world of New Orleans business to join me. If you're old enough, you might remember the Arsenio Hall Show, and it had a segment on it called Things That Make You Go Hmm. Commander's Palace is in the heart of the New Orleans Garden District, and every time I come here to do this show, I see groups of tourists wandering around, gazing at the houses. There's always a tour guide, and I always think, Hmm, I wonder what that guy's saying. With my limited imagination, I assume it's something like, this is a house, uh, this here is another house, and uh, hey, look, there's a house. If you watch sports on TV, they always find crazy fans in the stands whose faces or chests are painted up with their team colors. In the last few years, a different kind of fan has been showing up. Guys dressed in tight spandex bodysuit that covers their whole body, including their face. Doesn't that make you think, hmm, what's wrong with that guy? It might also make you think, who came up with the crazy idea of making a full-body, face-covering spandex suit? I'm about to answer that question. The guy's name is Colin Grusing. He's the inventor of what he calls the Root Suit, R-O-O-T. And here's two more facts about him. He lives in New Orleans, and he's sitting right across the table from me. So is a man named Tree. Chef Tree is a tour guide in the Garden District and beyond. He's the owner of a company called Raconteurs. Guys with businesses that make you go, hmm, Colin and Tree, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Oh, it is great. Thank and you. I, I have, to, you. have to tell you that uh, these are the best dress guests we have ever had. Uh, <laughs> Colin is actually wearing one of his root suits, and Tree is uh, kept the theme. He actually has a wooden bow tie, which everybody will be wearing soon. So uh, keep, keep an eye on that. Colin, you're a graduate of Yale University. You have an engineering degree from an Ivy League school. Presumably your parents had high hopes for you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sure you have college buddies who have gone on to carve out traditional careers. Uh, you, however, were driven to design and create a full body spandex suit for yourself to walk around the French Quarter. Then seeing how popular you were, in your full body spandex suit, you decided to make more spandex body suits and started a production line. Now you've got a real successful business. Where was the first point along that line where you stopped and thought, hmm, am I crazy or what? <laughs> so I, I, should, I shouldn't take all the credit. Um, I did, this is a pre-existing design um, and, and some people have used it for kind of comedy before. The first time I ever saw it, I, I thought this would be perfect for and my friends. And was this on, uh, uh, what was it? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's one of the places. Okay. Um, my when as soon as I saw that, I knew my friend Jesse would just love it. Um, so I started looking for them, and no one else was selling them. I just found other people looking for them. So I really just wanted to get one for my friend, but ended up, uh, you know, starting a whole business doing it. 
And I, now you're wearing one now, which is really great, because we're commanders, and you're in a tuxedo, tuxedo yeah. root suit. Right. They, uh, yeah. What, what do the others <laughs> What do the others look like? And I go to the Saints games, and ever since I knew you were coming on the show a couple of months ago, I've been looking, yeah. and they're, they're out there. You can't watch a game without seeing one these days. Um, so for Saints, we have a black and gold split down the center of the body, um, and we can make those for any, any team, any two colors. We've got all kinds of animal prints, leopard, uh, zebra, um, if you, if you check out on YouTube, we've got a new video uh, where some costumes that Jesse made on top of these, maybe we'll take a picture later, uh, we've got a shark suit and a pterodactyl suit, all very cool stuff. Um, we've got one that glows, we've got one with an eye zipper here. Um, those are probably the most popular. What? A USA flag. Oh, wow, yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you can't go wrong with that. There. We're, we're, uh, um, how much do these cost? Uh, well, honestly, the first one I sold was over $400. There was so much demand. Um, I actually refunded that guy. But um, since then, it's slowly gone down. The first year was 79, then 69, and we're all the way down to 29 for some of them. There's oh, a whole, it's very reasonable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a whole bunch of competition now, so we're having to kind of uh, you know, keep the prices. Yeah, was a, it was it, great for a while. I was the only person selling them for at least a year, and it was, it was very nice. But <laughs> you, still, that time. you can still come up with the, the design that nobody else yes. has, though. Yes, and, definitely. Uh, we're, we're always working on new designs. Um, Jesse, as I mentioned, is a, is a big help with that. He's the he's the brains behind the the, the creative aspect of the business. And I've never um, I see them on people. Where do people buy them? Online, mostly. Um, I think there's a few party stores that carry the knockoff brands, but um, you know we have a site rootsuit.com, and people come and um, pick them out there, and we ship them ship them right to their door. Why didn't you go into engineering like <laughs> like others? <laughs> I'm very proud I did, of you, but I, I I did in a way. Um, really. <laughs> What I learned mostly in engineering, and Yale doesn't have a very uh, hands-on program. It's m way more theoretical. Um, and really what I found starting a business and running a business is just problem solving. And that's, that's what I learned uh, in school. Now, Tree, a lot of people come to New Orleans and fall in love with the city. Um, uh, but uh, not quite the way you have. You've worked on cruise ships in the service industry before arriving here in New Orleans just a few years ago. Now you're a tour guide giving a very specific detailed, passionate, and entertaining tours of the Garden District. You have a voodoo tour and a cemeteries tour. What was the catalyst that sparked something in you that made you want to share your unique perspective on the city? Was there a moment, a flash of inspiration? What happened? Uh, no, I wouldn't say a flash. It just sort of developed slowly. Uh, when I first arrived in New Orleans in the summer of 2008, uh, there wasn't really a whole lot of places to go to work. Um, Tanya, as we uh, associated with Maria earlier, um, gave me a short list of places that she thought that I might be able to go and find work with the credentials that I'd had from the ship and so forth. And so uh, Commanders was just closest to my house. It was So I just hit it first. And I came here. And uh, I remember the very first night I was here, I was like, what am I doing in this place? Because most of my upbringing had been Southern Baptist. You know, I didn't understand these Catholics at all. <laughs> Right and uh, you know right, and, right. And, and yeah everything was just so uh, weird but over time it was that sort of uh, inability to um, understand it that I began to question and that was really sort of the long slow growth and then of course uh, being around T and Lally and seeing the way that they interact with the guests, the types of guests that we had coming in here uh, were obviously more well healed and they had lots of questions. So slowly over time, I had to find out the answers to their questions. And each time I found out an answer, I realized that there was a story that kind of tied in the culture of not only commanders, but New Orleans. To me, these two 
are completely interchangeable now. You can say CP and you can mean New Orleans. You can say New Orleans and mean Commander's Palace. <laughs> For me and my book, they're one and the same. And, uh, you know, uh, they work in three-man teams here. You know, there's a captain who oversees the station. Then there's the front waiter who's always dealing with the lubrication of the guests. You know, and then there's the back waiter who's dealing with desserts and coffee and, and things. And what were of this you, nature. by the way? Were you uh, a, a front, a front uh, is okay. what they call. And so it left me free then to begin to meander about the house and tell stories to guests who had come from all over the world. And uh, I just got so you took really, that, yeah. And then really. you said, uh, how did it just jump to a, to a tour guide? It was just it was just a slow evolution, just one step led to another. You know, it was a, a natural progression. Uh, my 15 minute tours became 30 minute tours. My 30 minute uh -huh. tours became one hour tours, and now my one hour tours are full on day long tours. And they include you know? coming to commanders. Absolutely, don't they? of course. Uh, right now, how does it work? Do they do they pay for the tour? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah, in the beginning yeah. or the early days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. living on yeah. tips. I didn't know no, that. that was... No. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we and tell me, you've, you've, what is the voodoo tour? And are you? Um, is that your religion now? You started Southern Baptist and you're now voodoo? Or no. 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 Okay. No, just no, checking. No, yeah. Well, um, you know, I mean, I guess you know, if you want to think of the traditional African sense, I don't practice voodoo. But if you want to think about what Marie Laveau making money off of the situation, I guess I'm a New Orleanian voodooist in that sense. But uh, no, uh, believe it or not, I had, I had a young lady named Maggie who had come on my garden district tour. She's one of the first people to actually pay and join me on the tour, right? And a couple months later, she called me back up and she said, hey, listen, I'm turning 25 and I would like to bring my dance troupe on a one-of-a-kind tour for my birthday. Like a birthday, it's sort of like a pub crawl. She says, I'm thinking, I'm thinking voodoo and cocktails, voodoo and cocktails. Can you do this for us, right? So I started doing research and I put the, together the tour. It was a smashing success. And then, you know, once you've got the stops and the stories and the drinks all lined up, I mean, there's no sense that I couldn't just take this product and just sell it to you or Colin or sure. anybody else standing in line. So I put it out there and now the Voodoo Tour is selling as much as the Garden District Tour. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now on these, on these tours, um, there's got to be a certain amount. There's a base of knowledge you, you need. Like sometimes I be in the French Quarter and you'll hear these tour guides go by and they're like, "This was the America's first schoolhouse in 1313." I thought, "Yeah, really? Well, go on, you know." But it's a. Uh, so you've got real background on where these homes came from and uh, who, who lived uh, it's, in them. It's 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 more than just that, really, uh, because at the end of the day, it means nothing. Um, the truth is, is that it's like with Tanya and the fact that she's native and, and the fact that, you know, I've got Maria and all, these, wife, right, yeah. and all these connections here in the city, you know, uh, I began to realize that there are greater stories than just one house. So rather than doing linear tours, uh, facts, 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 numbers, 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 dates, whatever, you know, um, I decided that I would put the whole story together. So we start with a preface and we realize how we wound up where we're at. And then we introduce protagonists and antagonists. And we go through, and I use a block like a chapter in a book. Hmm. Each block, we go to a different chapter. And then we ultimately conclude our story. And always with cocktails. <laughs> and always with the cemetery. Because you can't separate New Orleans from cemeteries and cocktails. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right. They, yeah, they, they, right. <laughs> just can't do it. Just so can't you, do it. You really have put together a unique package here. They, uh, yeah. let me, Colin, let me start with a couple of questions we like to ask in the checklist. These are questions you probably wouldn't find on a, on a loan application. Um, they, uh, what is your biggest extravagance? Whew. Well, <laughs> right now I bought, I bought four motorcycles in the last week. <laughs> but that's actually, wow. that's actually for a new business. So I don't know. I don't really have many extravagances. I drink Natty Light and uh, <laughs> smoke, smoke Winston Lights, um, eat mostly at home. 
I don't know. Yeah, but these four motorcycles kind of seem a little excessive, and maybe. this is part of a new business? <laughs> In a week, yeah. Selling uh, motorcycle sidecars is the new one. Which we read a little bit about. Yeah, we're this just, is, uh, just, just getting started. The first sidecar is coming tomorrow. I can't wait to put them on the bike and drive it around. I think, I think people are going to love it. Wow. I'm down with that. Are yeah. we going to see that uptown? How much? And, uh, I hope so. I th- I'm thinking about the name Nola Sidecars. Not, we haven't you know, yeah. set, set on a name uh, for sure yeah, yet. Oh, oh, right. Brandy Sidecar. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Awesome marketing opportunities. You, you could probably use some uh, sidecars for the tours, yes, huh? <laughs> now, Tree, what's your biggest extravagance here? You seem like a guy that might have a couple. Source material. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, well, you know, um, there's people that have been here for a long time, and then there's people that are from here. You know, and there's a big difference. Tell me, t- tell our listeners. And when, and well, well, the thing of it is, is that you know, like when you when you're a Johnny come lately, like me, you know, showed up in 2008 after the storm, you know, and really, you know, no nothing. And then you know, somebody who was born and raised here, and you know, knows that there used to be a bowling alley here or whatever, you know, it, it's that sort of, um, I don't know. There's like. Um, an incredulousness to uh, the way you look, you know, and it's like, well, wait a minute, you just got here five years ago, and you're showing off New Orleans. Yes, I guess right, maybe right. Okay, so be, yeah. there's there's that aspect, you know, and uh, you know a lot. Of, I, well, I say a lot. In my experience, I've seen a lot of people just reading off scripts, right? Uh, but this doesn't really sit well with people that are from here. You know, what I'm saying when you're just telling right. generic versions of their such story, a detail-oriented yeah. city and their story, right? Exactly. Um, but what I discovered over time, what can end all arguments, you know, when you have linear thinkers or people that want to fact check you with a photos book or a quick Blackberry reference, you know, and interrupt the story, the way to quell, uh, this kind of discontent is with source material, uh, which doesn't come cheap. And sometimes it doesn't even really involve money per se, but you've got to work at getting things that are antique. I mean, you know, uh, the stuff that had been printed from hundreds of years ago. And where do you dig this all up? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm, not, I'm, I'm loath to say it. All right, Tree, I'll ask you another question. What, what's your strategy for coping when things go wrong? Because they, they do go wrong for everybody. No, they don't. They don't for you? No. No, that's... No, 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 no. Let me, be, let me be very clear. <laughs> let me be very clear. While things have gone awry on my tour, all right. nothing has ever gone wrong. But in, in your life, you must have oh, setbacks. Oh, in my, yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, probably teeth. Teeth, missing teeth. Really? Yeah. You know, I got a, I got a wicked sugar tooth. So <laughs> my dental work isn't so hot. But other than that, I think life is peachy king, man. Yeah. You know, I can, I can live in it. And, and Colin, uh, and what's your strategy for coping when things go wrong? Uh, alcohol, meditation? What? Which is usually alcohol, but I did give up, give it up for Lent. Yes, so. you were I'm very impressed by you this Z- today. Xanax now. <laughs> um, Xanax. Exercise. Uh, um. Oh, coping. With, yeah. You know, because you have to stay fit because you were you a model for a very tight-fitting... Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. They, uh, I, well, I noticed that it was like on the website last night because I was checking it out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, like, and I actually saw things I probably shouldn't have yeah. seen. Oh, Definitely. yeah. I've got, yeah. I've got a lot of... We, we call it the, the junk parade yeah, is what, the, what this is called if you don't, yeah. if yeah. you don't manage it. So I got on, you know, the whitey tighties and then a dance belt and then I've got a, a oh. little... Like so a rag stuck in there, in there too to Couldn't flatten everything out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so God! We, we <laughs> this, this, this might be the, the no. That's yeah. that's not the first no, show where people uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first show where people models. actually going to check out Those the photo. Models. This yeah. is great. The, uh, now's the time to check out our inbox. I don't know what the segue was to that, but um, our producer picks a question that's come in from a listener. Grant, what have you got? 
Peter, I've got two questions, one for each of our guests today. This one um, is for Colin about the root suit. It's from Tim Barnhill, and he says, I know the suits are not see-through, meaning you can't see skin or flesh, but what is the view like from the inside looking out? Can you really see well enough to run a marathon in them? I noticed some people wearing them in the marathon and was just curious. Um, it, it depends. A black suit, you can see right through. No problem at all. Uh, a white suit, you can't see anything. And my, my face, my mask is white right now because it's on the tux. So when I walked in here today, right, I needed help. People had to grab my hand. I, again, I was tripping over the stairs trying to find stuff. the menu. I remember that. <laughs> I remember right, I walked right. in the room. I couldn't even see any of you. Um, nice. But uh, if you want to get an idea what it's like, you can pull like a, a new, like a heavy T-shirt. Not, a, not an old one that's all... Um, you know, warm. Yeah. But uh, if you pull a new shirt over your eyes, that's about what it's like. Wow. And here's a question for Tree. It came from uh, Rachel Billow, who's the proprietor of the La Costina food truck, love who Rachel. also used to be a waitress yeah, here at Rachel. Commander's yeah, when yeah, we first yeah. started doing Out to Lunch. She said to ask Tree for stories about times he's been required to use a last name, <laughs> <laughs> even though he doesn't have one, and be sure to get the list of last names he's used. Yeah. I didn't know you yeah. could live in the United States and not have a last name. It's part of that whole freedom thing, um, <laughs> you know, being in a free country, being able to do whatever you want, yeah. Uh, first of all, let me just say that not only Rachel is not just a waitress, she was a captain and a fantastic captain here, but also I would like to uh, send a question back to her. How many times has she set the fire alarm off doing flambés <laughs> in the wow. room? Yeah. Um, but uh, I love Rachel to death. And, uh, <laughs> and the number of times I've had to answer that question, uh, pretty much uh, five or six times a day. <laughs> so I don't even know what that equals up to after 42 years. So yeah. after this, you probably have a good response, don't you? Uh, I got tons of them. There's yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got tons of them. I've had some time to think about this. There's more answers to that question than uh, I think we've got time left on this clock. But... <laughs> Um, a lot. I get asked that question a lot, and I have to go through it. And so, yeah, over time. Oh, well, and, it, and to be specific, you know, it's like when you're working for someone else and they need, you know, uh, to fill in the database on their employment records. All kinds of funny last names have come up. I've had legal, uh, uh, um, no legal last name, uh, last name unknown, uh, which has been shortened to Lanou. <laughs> so I've been Tree Lanou for a while, you know. Uh, one guy gave me Mendez, so I'd always be tremendous mm. everywhere I oh. went around the workshop. So yes, yes, yes. Man, yeah, yeah. you have thought this out. This is a... <laughs> no, it's just, it's just it, it's over time. You know, this is what happens. <laughs> Uh, now's the time for our lunch money. Lunch money is our out-to-lunch stock portfolio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, markets have been uh, doing very, very well. It uh, seems it's interesting. We have one problem after the other. If, uh, if it's not higher gasoline prices, it's something, uh, and now it's Italy. You know, it's, it's been like a big game of whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is uh, also a time when we talk, take a look at the, ask the guests for a stock idea. Do either of you have a stock idea I could, uh, we could put into the portfolio? Sure. Um, I'm gonna go with Howard Hughes Corp, which. Uh, and what is? I see their ads. What is that? That's like. Um, they 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 uh, sell like basically land reserves to developers, um, and they also do some of their own development. Also, it seems a little out of left field, but I, I spend a lot of time on um, uh, real estate investing also. So I watch the market very closely. And I'm very definitely bullish on home prices in the in the next year. Seems um, things have bottomed out. They get yeah, better. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I focus on New Orleans, obviously, and Howard Hughes doesn't necessarily work there. Uh, work here. But um, they do have one strategy that I really like. That's combining residential and commercial in the same area, um, and I think that's just such a great idea. And if you look at the place, the neighborhoods in New Orleans that are working well, um, you always see a combination of those two. Tree, do you have a stock that you want to give us, sir? Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not as adept to the market, I guess, as Colin is. But you know, I've always enjoyed uh, merchant ships. 
you know, merchant ships for me, they're, they're just romantic in every way, and I'm kind of a romantic at heart. So I'll, I'll go with Tidewater. Okay, great, great. Tidewater, but, they, just, uh, yep. they just completely revamped their entire fleet. Uh, they're kind of really in a unique position uh, to deal with the types of needs that people that are in the oil and gas yep. industry have. And from what I understand recently, um, they've just figured out some way of liquefying um, natural, natural gas. gas. Yep, so there's going to be a huge boon in that. I don't know if necessarily... Tidewater is going to be able to benefit off of that per se, but general I energy think just, yeah, just general in, in energy, it's just going to be uh, obviously more and more of an issue, you know, and uh, just the fact that they've combined energy with their boats. Oh, that's it's a natural fit for me. Well, great. Yeah. And it's uh, they're, of course, headquartered here in New Orleans. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they, uh, they have, they have a four, I believe they have 450 vessels, which makes them the um, second largest Navy in the world next to the U.S. Yeah, Navy. yeah, yeah. So I, love a, it. I love it. I love it. The whole aboard family, all that crap. Oh, yeah, there you it. go. Yeah, you got yeah. the whole perspective. So we'll, we'll put those two in our stock portfolio. Uh, Colin Grusing, Chef Tree. The great thing about hosting this show is that I get to have lunch with fascinating people who I never normally would have had the opportunity to meet. Um, how would I ever get to meet the guy that invented the root suit or the wild man tour guide? I see entertaining folks wandering around the Garden District. This has been so great. Thank you so much to both of you for sharing your stories and your businesses with uh, me and Out to Lunch. Thank you. It's been a Thank pleasure you for having to be us. Here. Yeah. See why I'm the most optimistic guy in the city. I bring people <laughs> like you in there. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Chef Tree, owner of Rockin' Tours, and Colin Grusing, owner of Root Suit. To find out more about Tree's Tours and Colin's Root Suits, follow the links on our sites, www.no.org and itsneworleans.com. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our web designer and digital guru is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Uh, the beautiful Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can keep up with our continuing adventures in Crescent City Commerce by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook, and you can get in touch with us and sign up for our mailing list at itsneworleans.com, and you can follow us on Twitter. We're at It's New Orleans. To listen to past shows or get this show as a podcast, go to wwno.org or itsneworleans.com. Why I'll always say that, this is particularly true because you want to see the picture of what these two guys look like. There's a, this is going to be worth it. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. I look forward to meeting you again next week for Out to Lunch around the table here at Commander's Palace. Till then, be well, be safe, be happy. Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937. Now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc.